In difficult days and facing dire circumstances, it is always good to remind ourselves that God is greater than all. Scott Pauley is examining the miracles of Jesus recorded for us in God's Word. Our hope is that the message in these miracles will become real in your life. Christ is enough. Let's open our Bibles and join the study now. What is great faith? Occasionally, I'll hear someone say about another person, that person is a person of great faith. I think I know what they mean by that. They mean by that they've believed the Lord for something. They've really trusted God. They've perhaps seen definite answers to prayer. And that's wonderful. Uh, But every time I hear the expression uh, that a person is a person of great faith, I think of a couple things. The first is uh, that the great thing is not the person. The great thing is the one the person is trusting. Uh, That in fact, uh, the thing that is so great about faith is not the strength of our faith. It is the object of our faith. Remember, Jesus said, even if you have faith as a grain of mustard seed, you can say to this mountain, be thou removed, and it'll be removed. How is that? Because the the strong thing is not the faith. The strong thing is the Lord we are trusting. The other thing that comes to my mind is the, the recognition that, in fact, we are not good judges of what great faith is. You see, faith is invisible. It is the unseen. Remember, faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. It's in the heart, beneath the surface. So you may see some evidence of a life of faith, but really the only person who is the right judge of great faith is God because he's the only one who truly knows. And we come today in the study of the miracles of Jesus to one of the amazing accounts found in Luke chapter 7. If you want to read it for yourself, you can also find it recorded for us in Matthew chapter number 8. It's commonly referred to as the, the miracle of the healing of the centurion's servant. And in this account, the Lord Jesus identifies this man as being a man of great faith. Now, Jesus can say that because Jesus knew. Remember, he knew everything that was in every man, and he still does. He knows the measure of faith we have and whether we're truly exercising it at this moment or not. Here's the story, Luke 7, verse 1. Now, when it ended all his sayings in the audience of the people, he entered into Capernaum. And a certain centurion's servant, who was dear unto him, was sick and ready to die. And when he heard of Jesus, isn't that a beautiful expression? Let me just stop. When he heard of Jesus, oh, my friend, there are so many people in this world who have never once heard of Jesus. There's so many who've heard his name, but they don't know who he is. There's so many who heard of him years ago, but it's been so long since anybody testified that Christ was enough. Think of it. This man. And the miracle started with this simple entry point. He heard of Jesus. And the Lord God help us all to speak more of Christ. When he heard of Jesus, he sent unto him the elders of the Jews, beseeching him that he would come and heal his servant. And when they came to Jesus, they besought him instantly, saying that he was worthy for whom he should do this. For he loveth our nation, and he hath built us a synagogue. Then Jesus went with them, and when he was now not far from the house, the centurion sent friends to him, saying unto him, Lord, trouble not thyself, for I am not worthy that thou shouldest enter under my roof. Wherefore, neither thought I myself worthy to come unto thee, but say in a word, and my servant shall be healed. 
For I also am a man set under authority, having under me soldiers. And I say unto one, Go, and he goeth. To another, Come, and he cometh. To my servant, Do this, and he doeth it. And when Jesus heard these things, he marveled at him. Let me just pause a second and point out to you that there really are only a couple occasions in the gospel accounts where Jesus marveled. And they're extremes. On one, he marveled at unbelief. And here, he marvels at faith. That's fascinating to me. What is it that really gets the Lord's attention? The Lord marvels that some would not believe him. And he also marvels that some would exercise such a great degree of faith in his ability. He marveled at him and turned him about and said unto the people that followed him, I say unto you, I have not found so great faith, no, not in Israel. And they that were sent, returning to the house, found the servant whole that had been sick. Did you hear it? Jesus identified it not only as faith, but as great faith. And not only as great faith, but as so great faith. So is that great superlative. It's the word you use when words cannot describe it, when words cannot express it. And Jesus said, this man has so great faith. And of course, in the context, he, he shows it in contrast to the unbelief that he found in Israel at this time. He's looking a bunch of religious people in the face and saying, you go through all the routine, but you won't trust me. Uh, you, you have all the appearance of being religious, but there's no faith. But this man has so great faith. I wonder today, are you religious or are you truly full of faith in God? Are you outwardly to men appearing to be a person of faith? Or would the Lord say you're a person who's truly exercising that faith in his greatness and in his ability? What do we learn about this great faith we can apply to our lives? Well, several observations. First of all, this great faith praise. Do you see how it begins in verse number three? It begins with him beseeching Christ. Literally, it's the word to beg. Here's a man who has such authority, he can speak a word and everybody jumps. But he realizes there's something he cannot do, but Christ can. He believes that Christ is enough, and that comes out in the way he prays. Did you know your prayers tell on you? Your prayers reveal what's really in your heart because out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaketh. Do you know what prayer is? Prayer, at its essence, is really a declaration of dependence on God. And sincere prayer is more than just saying words. It's believing the Lord. And friends, when we get desperate, when we really get low, uh, what you turn to, what you do at that moment reveals what you truly believe. Great faith prays. And then, great faith is humble. Did you notice that the people all said, this man's a worthy man? He loves our nation. He's worthy. He, he built us a synagogue. He's worthy. But yet when the man speaks, what does he say to the Lord? In verse number 6, he said, I'm not worthy that you should come to my house. And in verse 7, he said, I didn't think I was worthy to come to you. That's humility, my friends. That's the heart of a sinner that recognizes he is not enough, but Christ is. Now look, we're not worthy to go to heaven. We're not worthy that Christ should come live in our hearts. And yet, my friend, it is that humility that is necessary, that acknowledgement that is necessary to see the miraculous power of Christ at work in your life. Great faith never thinks of itself as great. Great faith thinks that Christ is great. So, great faith prays. Great faith is humble. Number three, great faith believes in the power of God's word. Did you see what the man said to Jesus at the end of verse 7? He said, just say in a word. 
Do you believe that the God who just spoke a word, light, and there was light and it was very good, do you believe he can speak one word and change everything? That's great faith. And then, finally, great faith believes in the authority of Christ. His authority and his word here are connected, but the man says, he said, I'm a man under authority, and I'm a man that has authority, and I know that people in authority can say a word and it's done. What was he saying to Jesus? This was the greatest expression of his faith. He believed that Christ had authority over sickness, over death, over circumstances, over all. Great faith believes that Christ is enough, that everything and everyone is under his command. I wonder, do you believe that? People say, well, I'm a person of faith. I'm a man or woman of faith. Great. Faith in what? Or perhaps the greater question is this, faith in whom? Because in the end, great faith is faith in the greatness of our God. Would you exercise faith today and believe that Christ is enough? What an encouragement to know that regardless of the situation, we can trust the Lord Jesus. You can find a Bible reading schedule through the Miracles of Jesus and many additional study resources at enjoyingthejourney.org. Visit us online today and let us know that you're listening. We are very grateful that you're making this journey with us through God's Word. Until next time, remember this, Christ is enough. Thank you.